0: Hello and welcome to the Bolt, Bird & Kemp Free Speech Podcast. My name is Siobhan Crawford and I'm a sister in the abuse team here at Bolt, Bird & Kemp. And I am joined today by my colleague and friend, Jessica Stanley, who's also a solicitor in the abuse team, to talk about Peter Sherwin and her campaign to strip him of his MBE. Welcome, Jess. Hi. Hello. Thanks so much for agreeing to speak to me today. This is a campaign that you're really passionate about. And so we thought it would be really good to spread the word by way of this podcast but for people who haven't heard of Peter Sherwin who was he?
1: So Peter Sherwin was a commanding officer at TS Stirling which is a sea cadet unit in Birmingham. He was the commanding officer for a long period spanning decades and in fact remained involved with the sea cadets right up until his death in 2014. What has become clear since his death is that he was using his position to abuse many children in fact was a very prolific offender and I've been acting for clients who have reported um, really quite sadistic violent sexual abuse spanning all of those decades
0: Mm. and so the commanding officer of the cadet unit basically means he was in charge right yeah that's right yeah and as you touched upon you've been bringing claims for compensation on behalf of those who attended the unit and who were assaulted by Sherwin, that's right, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's right. So we've been bringing claims against the sea cadets on the basis that they're responsible for the abuse that my clients have sadly suffered, hopefully to obtain compensation for what they've been through and help with their recovery.
0: Mm -hmm. And have any of them asked for apologies and have they been obtained if so?
1: Yeah, for for some people, they have asked for apologies. I think it's a very personal decision mm. that, as, as I know you know, um, yeah. you know, for some they feel that that apology is not so important, whereas to others it's been hugely important. Mm. Um, so, I think we've obtained an apology on on uh, a number of cases. Um, more recently, the focus has been which is what we're going to talk about today on yeah. his um, on Sherwin's MBE and whether we can have that sort of removed.
0: Yeah, so what is an MBE for people who aren't really aware? I mean, obviously the honours list, we're recording this in mid-June, so the honours list is hitting the headlines in quite a big way. But what what is an MBE for people who may not understand or know anything about how these things work?
1: Yeah, so an, an MBE is is a title that is awarded by the king or outgoing prime ministers, um, and it is a prestigious title that I think is quite important to those that receive it and gives them some sort of, I guess, recognition of what they have achieved. It's awarded by um, a committee of people that need to agree that, this, that the uh, title should be handed out.
0: Mm. And there is sort of... A- like you say, it's a prestigious title and it's the, whoever has them is often seen as quite a big thing. They often go to the palace and they're awarded their title by somebody from the royal family. And it also gives them a bit of an air of authority and importance in everyday life, right? Because they can then put those those letters after their name and it's just an immediate trigger to say... I'm important, and I've done something. Generally, it's for like charitable work and things like that, right? That's right. Absolutely,
1: gives gives people that sort of importance, I guess. Makes, mm. um, and it is for charity work. Often, is for charity work, and indeed, in this case, haven't been able to find out for sure what uh Sherwin was awarded his MBE for. But mm. I'm, we understand that it was in relation to the work that he did with children and the work that he did with the Sea Cadets, which I think in itself. Is why it's so important for our clients because he was awarded this MBE when in reality he was actually using his position to subject mm-hmm. so many of them to such awful abuse.
0: Yeah, it's disgusting. And so, because of that, and because you can see the hypocrisy of this award being given to him when he was a prolific pre- paedophile and not only sexually assaulting individuals but also in the most some of the most depraved ways you think that he should be stripped of that title right?
1: That's right I mean generally how it works is that honours are a living they call it a living order Mm -hmm. which means that it's there until the person dies and when it dies the so Sherwin's MBE will have died with him Mm -hmm. so technically that MBE no longer exists Mm -hmm. however from our client's perspective he still died with with that MBE intact, yeah. um, and to some extent, I think, well, I know from speaking to them that they feel that his reputation is was still there yeah. as somebody, um, you know, the MBE, I think, confirmed to society or the community around of the good work that he has done. So because it's died, it technically died with him, um, there is no MBE to remove as such, um, and this came up a lot um, after the... Uh, Death of Jimmy Savile and the allegations that followed, and Cyril Smith. When I think at the time it was David Cameron sort of asked or suggested that their honours should be removed, and it was said that actually there was no honours to remove because they had died with them. Mm. So, further guidance was then released in 2021 uh, by the Forfeiture Committee, which is the committee that will decide whether or not somebody's honours should be removed. Mm-hmm. So what that says is that they can make, if if allegations such as have been made in this case post someone's death, they can make a statement that will say, had the person been convicted in their lifetime, they would have had forfeiture proceedings uh, commenced against them to remove their title.
0: Mm.
1: So that's what we're asking for here, is for a statement to be made saying that had Sherwin been convicted... Which we say, if he'd been alive, he would have been
0: oh, my life that would have definitely the <laughs> avalanche of allegations is staggering. Mm-hmm. the amount of people that you have represented is untold amounts of individuals yeah i I agree with you there's absolutely in my view there's no that the, the, I can see no way that he wouldn't have been convicted of abusing these people well, yeah, the number of people the
1: the similarity in their mm. accounts um you know all corroborates each other so mm. uh, i agree with you um, and that's why we're saying you know he would have been convicted and therefore can you make the statement to say that had he been convicted he would have had his his mba stripped of him
0: mm. so the criteria for stripping is that he would have been found guilty in a criminal court is that the criteria uh,
1: sort of um so firstly it has to be brought to the committee within 10 years of the person's death. Right. Um Sherwin died in twenty fourteen, so we've we've done that. Yeah. Um it then needs to be um reported to the police. So vast majority of, of those that I've represented have mm-hmm. reported the abuse to the police, albeit uh, most of those are after his death. So he therefore can't be prosecuted for obvious reasons. Um and the police must have deemed the matter serious enough to take a full witness statement from at least one of those people. Um, and in this case, all of those criteria are, f- are fulfilled. You know, it's been brought to their attention within 10 years. Um, as I say, most people have reported it to the police and witness statements were taken in, in a number of cases.
0: Mm-hmm. And then if you fulfill that criteria, what's the process after that? Is it just the declaration that you've alluded to? or So they have a committee, the Forfeiture Committee meet I don't know exactly
1: when their meetings are, but they will meet and just consider the case. So I've written a letter setting out exactly what the position is and why we say the criteria are fulfilled and what that will mean to our clients or my clients. Um, and then they need to consider it. They have come back to me and asked for some further evidence about the fact that things were reported to the police and that a witness statement was taken. Mm. Um, I've provided that evidence. Um And now we're waiting for them to consider it. So uh, I'm told that they should have their next meeting in October. Mm -hmm. um, And hopefully what will then follow is that they will make the statement that we're asking for.
0: Mm -hmm. So that's where we're at now then. You've provided the evidence to the committee and we're awaiting the outcome from their meeting in October. Is that right? Yeah, that's where... That's where we're at with that
1: side of things. Uh, We're also just trying to drum up as much support for this campaign as as possible. Mm. So, as I've I've explained, it's it's really important, hugely important to to some of our clients that this statement is made. Um, And a number of them have therefore written to their local MPs asking for them to support the campaign too. Mm. Um, So, I know that uh, Rachel Reeves MP and Jess Phillips MP have written to the Forfeiture Committee too, expressing their uh, support for the campaign and requesting that the statement be made saying that Sherwin's MBE would have been removed.
0: Would where the cadet unit, does that fall into Jess Phillips MP's constituency? I'd need to check that. Um,
1: they are their local MP, because you need to write to your receipt, yeah, local course. MP, so it's yeah. based on where, the, um, where my clients currently live.
0: Yeah. That's interesting, because I think an MP from the constituency where the cadet unit is Mm. particularly powerful. You know, you've touched upon throughout what it will mean to your clients and other survivors of Sherwin who may not have yet come forward, but it's been in a lot of the press. Mm. Has anyone said to you how they would feel if your campaign is successful and that his MBE you know appreciate it died with him but for want of a better word is stripped from him and there is some sort of acknowledgement from that committee that conferred that status upon him that they were wrong to do so has anybody articulated how important that would be for that to take place to them in their process of healing from the abuse that they've suffered because it is not just as you said you know said some people have asked for apologies you bring we bring claims for compensation but so often it is not just about money it's about so much more than that so has anybody articulated that to you about how important this would be to their process of healing from what happened to them when they were children uh, yeah, absolutely um in fact I think two of our clients
1: right at the outset said this is the most important thing to me. Um, Above anything else, what they wanted was the MBE to be stripped Mm. um, because it's so important to them and is going to provide them so much recognition, I think. As you know, most, a lot of our our clients will say that the thing that they want above all else is some acknowledgement or recognition of what they've been through. Mm. um, And I think that's what this... Well, this is that's what I will, would hope this will do, uh, in providing them some sort of public recognition, I guess, that of, of the horrific abuse that they've been through, but that Sherwin wasn't the person that he was held up to be throughout you know decades of his of his life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, they have said, um, you know, this one client in particular who who brought this up uh, recently has said that you know this will just it will really help them in their recovery and able to to try as best as possible to try and move forward.
0: Mm. Yeah, it, it's it's always so interesting to hear when people reach out to us for the first time, when we say to them, what's made you reach out to us now? What's the trigger? And a lot of the time people say, if only I had been heard and believed when I first disclosed, because very often that doesn't happen, mm-hmm. or if I had just been given an apology, I wouldn't be on the phone to you now. And I think that people forget how powerful acknowledgement and apologies are because people get bogged down in saying, well, you're compensation lawyers, you're all about the money, and that just isn't the case, certainly at Bell, burden Kemp. It's not just about the money. We will always try and obtain other remedies for them, even if they're not a remedy that a judge could give out at a trial. It's really important to see that somebody is represented and given the control by us to ask for any remedy they see fit and for us to try and fight for them which is exactly what you're doing with this campaign because it would have been so easy for you to say well the MBE died with him so therefore there's nothing to be stripped so I can't help but you did the polar opposite of that I'm not surprised because I know you but you did the polar opposite of that and said right I'm going to fight for all my clients and this is important to them and actually you're making real headway with it and I think that's amazing yeah yeah I mean, I hope,
1: I, and I just hope the statement is made um, for all the reasons that that we've discussed, particularly in this case, because because Sherwin wasn't able to face justice in the criminal courts. know, mm-hmm. my clients haven't haven't had that recognition through the criminal process. And uh, so that makes it all the more important, coupled with the fact that, that this is a case where people did try and report abuse by by Sherwin, but it wasn't listened to. And I think, again, that's why now being listened to and a statement being made recognising what happened is is just so important to them. Mm. So what's next? We, we wait until October, I guess. Uh, we're going to still keep uh, seeing who will support the campaign and if, if further um, MPs want to support the campaign, that would be great. And then we wait to see what comes of the meeting that they're going to have in October. Hopefully that will then result in a in a statement being made.
0: Well, fingers crossed. I think you're doing amazing work. So thank you so much for speaking to me today about it. And hopefully, if this is something that you think is important as well as a listener, I would implore you to reach out to your MP and or write to the forfeitures committee as well. Because I think there is definite strength in numbers when it comes to something like this. Thank you. Thanks.
1: Thanks so much for listening. You can catch the BBK free speech podcast on all listening platforms. Goodbye.